0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll hear from CAP President Bill Campbell. Also, Cereals Canada President Cam Dahl will join us. And up first in today's country comment, Dairy Farmers of Manitoba Chair David Weems will talk about demand for dairy during these COVID-19 times. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Demand for dairy is feeling the impact during the COVID-19 pandemic. I got the details from David Weens, chair of Dairy Farmers of Manitoba.
1: Yeah, it's had a major impact on the on the dairy in terms of uh, demand for milk. Uh, so in the food service industry, and that is particularly, you know, uh, restaurants and that sort of thing, uh, there's, you know, they've a lot of them have been shut down, or, or you know, it's just takeout, and it's so there's been very, uh, a very uh, reduced uh, activity at that level, and that has resulted in, in less demand directly for those products that that food service would or, ordinarily um, uh, take. So now there's there's, you know, more of the the dairy the dairy demand is at retail level where you know directly to consumers and so uh there's there's not yet been uh you know a a, a new kind of um uh kind of a new standard being developed you know uh that has that has happened yet in terms of of what is being demanded for on a on a daily basis so for example the sale of milk in the stores seems to fluctuate quite a bit there's you know for a few days it'll you know there'll be increases and then it backs off a little bit and it keeps doing that. so yeah, so that's kind of the challenge that we're facing here with you know with the completely different patterns that have been established now by people staying at home you know uh, some may be going to work, but there's nothing done really socially and it's it's uh, but for for the most part people are staying home. so it's really changing. Uh, the the demand patterns of dairy, and ultimately, as farmers, you know, we we sell our milk to the processor, and the processor, you know, makes different products, whether it's uh, it's milk, you know, cheese, uh, cream, butter, yogurt, whatever the whatever their customers are are demanding, and so now that the food market has suddenly become almost non-existent, uh, you know, there's there's another set of demand coming from uh, from the retailers. Uh, and of course, uh, this, this uh, COVID-19 impact on our society has changed things for everyone. So the processors are struggling to, uh, you know, to, to meet the the different demands that, that, that are now, uh, um, you know, that are being driven by, by consumers, uh, versus, you know, some of the, the, the big, you know, uh, food service, uh, Demands that they've had in the past. Now it's leaning much more towards the uh, the actual uh, consumer demand. So the, so everybody, you know, everyone from the, the processor to the distributor to the retailer, they're all trying to adjust for uh, for this new world that we're in now.
0: That was David Weens, chair of Dairy Farmers of Manitoba. And look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute The Manitoba Protection Plan was announced last week to help combat COVID-19. Keystone Agricultural Producers President Bill Campbell explained what this means for farmers.
2: With regards to mostly agriculture, I would suggest that the most beneficial part is the taking the PST off of our farm and property insurance. Uh, hopefully that will help reduce that bill somewhat because we realize that uh, Our insurance bills are are of significance when we uh, deal with all-inclusive parts of our uh, farms.
0: The province is deferring provincial income tax and corporate income tax filing deadlines and payments to coincide with the current revised federal deferral of income tax to August 31st. And the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association is joining others in the agriculture sector and acknowledging the work and effort of those involved in the trucking industry for the work they do, especially during COVID-19. Here's Director Stephen Vanderwalk.
2: Because without them, you want to see a country come to a standstill and and and, and have total absolute chaos is, is to stop the trucking industry. So we need to really show how important that is. And that starts from the farm and all the way to the grocery shelves.
0: He notes during COVID-19, some people have been able to stay home and do their job, but that's not an option for truckers. That was a look at today's Farm News. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Tuesday, April 7th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll hear from Cereals Canada President Cam Dahl. Today, we're joined by Cereals Canada President Cam Dahl, who gives us an update on the new NAFTA deal.
3: A little bit of good news in in this uh, sort of bad news time we're in, uh, that uh, last week, uh, Canada was the first uh, country to, to notify our partners that we had completed all the the legislation and, and regulation, all, all the changes we needed to make to uh, to bring the deal into effect, and on Friday Mexico has followed suit as well and provided that notification. So, uh, three months after the uh, the U.S. provides that uh, that similar notification, uh, the agreement will uh, will be in effect, and that is good news for uh, for Canadian agriculture and and the Canadian grain industry.
0: And talk a bit more about uh, you know just how important this deal is you know in these uncertain times. Well, that's
3: that's a really key point that uh, uh, you know we're we're seeing the, the potential for protectionism to grow even more now that uh, uh, we're in the pandemic crisis, and uh, if we can secure one of our major customers, and the U.S. is one of our major customers, uh, and help make that market secure, it's it's critically important. For uh, for an export trading nation like Canada, so uh, so this really is is uh, positive news and positive developments.
0: Just overall thoughts on this entire process here with with this NAFTA deal um, and how things uh, played out.
3: It probably would have been better if it didn't start this way in the, in the first place. But uh, uh, but given that we were thrown into the negotiations, I, I think that we have come out in a very good place uh, from a, a grain industry perspective. We we were at risk. Uh, from, uh, from U.S. trade action uh, because of some of the, uh, of the, is the differences in, in how U.S. Uh, farmers were treated in, under the Canada Grain Act, and, and that is corrected. So we're, we're protecting, uh, uh, protecting Canadian farmers from uh, potential retaliation from the U.S. Uh, that removes a, a long-standing irritant, and uh, that is good news as well. Again, especially in this time when we're not sure what's going to happen to uh, to world markets in general.
0: That was Serials Canada President Cam Dahl. <music> Farm Credit Canada has released its Farmland Values Report. Glenda Lee-Allen Vosser talked with Amber Tuplin, a senior appraiser with FCC, to find out what's happening with land prices in Saskatchewan.
4: So farmland values in Saskatchewan increased an average of 6.2% in 2019 compared to a 7.4% increase in 2018. Canada overall increased in 2019 to
5: 5.2%. Now, what about Saskatchewan and Manitoba? How did our neighboring provinces fit into the ranking?
4: So Alberta increased 3.3% and Manitoba increased 4.0%.
5: Now, stepping back to Saskatchewan, let's focus in on that, of course. And when we take a look at the report, can you give us a sense of of what was happening in the various regions of the province?
4: So in the, I'll start with the Southwest region, we increased at 3.8%. And this was due to the supply of land exceeded demand in this region. As well as we saw large producers appeared less aggressive in purchasing land in this, in this area than previous years. The Southeast increased 6% and there was more demand for land um, exceeded the supply in this region. East Central exceeded 9.2% and they had a lot of demand and supply and a lot of, uh, of uh, out-of-province producers were purchasing land in this area west central increased 5.9% and this was more on the eastern side of this region and there was more supply of land on this side of the of this region northeastern increased 7.1% and northwestern increased 6% and they had the same they had a lot of demand and a lot of supply of land in these regions
5: and what did we see happening as far as prices for the land
4: so the prices for Southeastern, it ranged from $900 an acre to $3,600 an acre. Southwest was from $900 an acre to $2,900 an acre. East Central was $800 to $2,500 an acre. West Central was $1,000 to $3,900 an acre. Northeast was $900 to $2,800 an acre, and Northwest was 900 to 3400 dollars
5: an acre. And really when we take a look at the the dollar figure there uh, it depends on the the land, right? The the soil type and what it's being used
4: for. That's correct. correct. So it all determines of location, soil type, also to the weather patterns in these regions.
5: Final thoughts, key comments you would
4: like to leave with people today? We've just noticed that there's a lot of egg landlords um selling their land um, putting it up for tender or selling it to um, their long-term renters we've also seen producers looking for efficiencies where they're selling off land further away from their main operation and purchasing land closer to their operation and land is still a positive investment
5: i've been talking with amber tuplin amber is a senior appraiser with farm credit canada for golden West. I'm Glenda Allen Bossler.
0: Thanks, Glenda Lee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email to the farm at GoldenWestRadio.com. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. The Manitoba Sustainable Energy Association annual conference scheduled for tomorrow in Morden has been postponed and the CAP Advisory Council meeting scheduled for Thursday in Portage has been cancelled. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Tuesday afternoon. The Manitoba Protection Plan was announced last week to help combat COVID-19. Keystone Agricultural Producers President Bill Campbell explained what this means for farmers
2: latest uh, provincial government announcement um, you know acknowledges some of the cash flow stresses that society is under and so that there will be you know hydro bills and some of those aspects that will be able to be deferred I guess and hopefully once the impact is um, you know uh, we're in a recovery stage that um, you know we'll have the ability to pay them back with regards to Mostly agriculture, I would suggest that the most beneficial part is the taking the PST off of our farm and property insurance. Uh, Hopefully that will help reduce that bill somewhat because we realize that uh, our insurance bills are are of significance when we uh, deal with all-inclusive parts of our uh, farms
0: last time we talked there, um, you you were talking about, um, I guess there were some issues uh, that you were hoping to get uh, clarified. One of those was to do with uh, Class 1 licensing and and getting a medical um, uh, certification there. Have you got any clarification on what's happening with that?
2: Well, nothing really um, real clear with regards to that. We had uh, spoke with the minister on that particular part, and they had suggested that there are... uh, important things that they are dealing with at this point in time uh so i'm not sure if there's been any public announcement we have heard of some individuals that have uh had extensions and allowances to uh make those medical appointments at a later date um and some instances we have heard of some individuals being uh making appointments and getting their medical appointments but um they're You know, I I don't think it has been completely addressed, and I'm thinking that it has been dealt with in some manner, but hopefully, like a lot of other things, there's some type of allowances and extensions to accommodate this particular issue.
0: And um, what about uh, uh, crossing the border uh, for for parts and and different things like that? Um, Any further uh, clarification on that?
2: Well, I I guess that we have seen uh, changes virtually every day with regards to provincial government's announcements. And uh, we uh, acknowledge that there has been some uh, uh, points uh, in the cross-border provincially. Uh, I think there's four in western Manitoba and one in eastern Manitoba. And those are information sites at this particular point in time. Uh, we did receive a little bit of clarity with regards to international travel, um, and it looks like both countries have declared agriculture an essential service. My suggestion to anybody that is uh, going across the U.S. border to pick up parts is that they be very explicit in what their purpose of their trip is and that they suggest that they are just going down for parts and coming back uh, any hint of recreational or other off-purpose part of their trip would possibly uh, decline them entry into the state. So if they have a business purpose for agriculture, our indications are that they will not be declined entry. But please do not abuse the situation and go about your business and return home quickly as possible.
0: That was Keystone Agricultural Producers President Bill Campbell. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. The federal government declared agriculture and agri-food as an essential service. Road transport also considered an essential service. Stephen Vandervalk is a director with the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association.
2: For the trucking industry, they have to get products from point A to point B. Otherwise, those shelves are empty. And then you want to talk about a big disaster is having empty shelves at a grocery store.
0: He notes during COVID-19 some people have been able to stay home and do their job but that's not an option for truckers. And the recent snowfall is going to impact spring seeding. Bill Campbell is president of Keystone Agricultural Producers.
2: I think from what I have gathered is that this snowfall was generally throughout Manitoba and you know it would not be a record-setting snowfall or anything along that line but it was significant enough that You know, we have seen the the snow accumulate and there's more moisture. And I would suggest that probably this has set us back probably two weeks uh, with
0: regards to getting into the field. Campbell is hoping rain stays away over the next few weeks. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email the farm desk at goldenwestradio.com. Today's closing numbers with more in depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm program. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can meet us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.